Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. A senior figure in the Australian Labor Party has been sacked over a scandal that alleged branch stacking on an industrial scale. Victorian Minister Adam Somurek was also secretly recorded making offensive comments about female MPs. Laurel Irving is in Melbourne for us. Laurel, good morning to you. Premier Daniel Andrews has referred Mr Somurek to the police. Yes, and less than 12 hours after these allegations were first aired, Daniel Andrews has moved very swiftly to get rid of Adam Somirek from his government and uh, even as a Victorian Labor Party member of his parliamentary team, he knows how damaging these allegations are for his government. And so he's referred it, as you say, not only to Victoria Police but also to our corruption watchdog here, IBAC. He's also asked ALP head office to remove Adam Somirek from the party altogether. Now, these allegations suggest that Adam Somirek was involved in wide-scale and long-standing rorting and branch stacking. But Daniel Andrews says he personally knew nothing of it, that he was just as shocked as all other Victorians when he saw the allegations last night. And he said he summonsed Adam Somirek to his office at 9 o'clock this morning to tell him he would be sacked. What Mr Somirek said... What Mr Somirak has done, so his conduct and his comments, are completely deplorable, they are shameful, and it is on that basis that there is no place in my government for him. There is no place in my team for him, and that is what I informed him this morning. Mr Somirak was not offered an opportunity to resign. He's not worthy of an opportunity to resign. He was sacked, and that is the fact of the matter. Any statements to the contrary are simply false. However, Daniel Andrews has allowed two other ministers who were also named as having knowledge of these allegations and a ministerial staffer. He's allowed them to keep their jobs even while these corruption investigations are underway. Daniel Andrews has, though, said he has had conversations already with Anthony Albanese, the federal Labor leader. It does appear perhaps national changes to the party are on the way as a result of this, Anne. Laurel Irving reporting from Melbourne. Thank you, Laurel. To breaking news now, and disgraced former New South Wales Minister Milton Orkopoulos is being arrested by police investigating fresh child sex offences. Seven News can reveal he's being taken for questioning from prison this morning, where he has been held for breaching parole. Mr Orkopoulos was sentenced for 11 years in jail for child sex crimes. The new investigation today dates back to allegations involving victims from the mid-90s. 
New South Wales has recorded three new cases of coronavirus in the past 24 hours. Two are in hotel quarantine and the third is a man in his early 20s from the Illawarra region. The state has announced the lockdown will continue to be eased. The 50-person limit on funerals has been scrapped and the 50-person limit on the remainder of indoor venues will be lifted next month. The Premier says there'll be no change to the quarantine period for all international arrivals into the state. We would never seek to exempt anybody from quarantine. I want to make that very clear. Um, our government's very strong on that. If you look at the number of cases we've had in the last month, um, the vast majority of those have been from overseas travellers. Earlier this morning, Premier Berejiklian opened a new school that's been built at Jordan Springs in Western Sydney. A school in Melbourne's southeast will be closed today after two students tested positive to coronavirus. All staff and students of Pakenham Springs Primary School are being told to stay at home with no on-site learning to take place. The school will undergo extensive cleaning while contact tracing begins uh, to work out how the students became infected. Queensland could open its borders sooner than expected if coronavirus cases remain low. New research shows the closure is costing businesses almost $17 million a day. Bianca Stone reports. It's the issue that has people divided. Some people want to keep the borders shut. Others say with just five active cases here in Queensland, it is bordering on ridiculous, including the Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate, who has changed his tune. He now wants the borders reopen. July 10 is firming up to be the date that that is most likely to happen. That's the date that's been set for the Stage 3 easing of restrictions. The Premier, of course, has always said she will review that decision on the borders at the end of each month and now Queensland's Chief Health Officer Dr Jeanette Young says if Australia's case numbers remain low that date could be moved forward as it was for the stage two easing of restrictions. When it comes to the borders reopening for businesses at least every day does count. The Chamber of Commerce estimates it's costing the Queensland economy 17 million dollars a day to keep the borders shut. Tourism operators well they are rejoicing at the prospect of the borders reopening sooner rather than later and airlines are keeping a very close eye on things to see if they need to increase capacity. Thank you Bianca. The Prime Minister has unveiled plans to fast-track key infrastructure projects, warning Australia is facing record deficits over the next two years. Live to Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. He's confident this will boost jobs. Yeah, hopeful of creating some 66,000 new positions by slashing approval times for 15 high-priority projects, including inland rail from Melbourne to Brisbane, the Marinus Link to take electricity from Tasmania to Victoria, expanding BHP's copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia, emergency town water projects in New South Wales, and a number of road, rail and iron ore projects in WA yet to be announced. To help Australia out of recession, Scott Morrison warning... Due to the pandemic, the country is facing a record budget deficit, not just this year, but next. It is expected that over $100 billion of economic activity has been lost this year. And that's why we have a plan to lift that growth, not just for the next few months, just not for now, but the next five years. Olivia, the government's under pressure to help an Australian man sentenced to death in China. 
Yes, given 10 days to lodge an appeal after Beijing announced that former Blue Healers actor Carm Gillespie will be executed nearly seven years since his arrest on drug smuggling charges. The Deputy Prime Minister says Australia is trying to secure his release. We're going to be working uh, very, very hard uh, to see that happen. We want to make sure that uh, uh, we continue to provide every bit of consular assistance. And if he needs to serve out a sentence here in Australia, well, that would be a far better option than the one he's facing now. Though Chinese state media has described this death sentence as fair, that it shows China has zero tolerance for drug offences and warning that Australia should not intervene. Anne? Olivia Limi in Canberra. Thank you, Olivia. A second Captain Cook statue has been vandalised in Sydney's east. The 110-year-old monument in Randwick was sprayed with paint yesterday. Tougher penalties for vandals caught defacing public statues and memorials are being considered by the New South Wales Premier. Two women were charged with vandalising a statue of Captain Cook in Hyde Park. One of the women has been identified as a part-time staffer at the office of Greens MP David Shoebridge. In Victoria, the bronze busts of former Prime Ministers Tony Abbott and John Howard were also sprayed with red paint. Police in Atlanta have released body cam video taken just before an officer fatally shot a black American man in a restaurant car park. In the video, Rayshard Brooks is seen politely cooperating with police. 7 News US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney has the details. Rayshard Brooks' death has been officially ruled a homicide with an autopsy report confirming he died from two gunshot wounds to the back. Prosecutors now poring over police body cam vision as they consider charges against the officers. The video taken just minutes before his death shows Rayshard Brooks cooperating with police. He'd been found asleep in his car blocking the drive-through of a fast food restaurant. He had about one and a half drinks. I don't remember what kind of drinks they were. Police suspected he'd been drinking and driving. Mr Brooks tells officers he'd had a few drinks, offering to leave his car behind and walk home. But as they try to handcuff him, the situation escalates. A scuffle on the ground and Mr Brooks breaks free and runs. Security video from another angle shows the moment he points a stolen taser back at officers. In a split second, they fire back. Oh! With lethal force. Both of your careers are definitely done because you just shot a man. We counted two minutes and 16 seconds before they even checked his pulse. And people wonder why everyone's bad. Atlanta's mayor was swift to act. I do not believe that this was a justified use of deadly force. The officer who fired the fatal shots was sacked, as was the chief of police. With the nation still raw over the murder of George Floyd, Mr Brooks' death quickly sparked protests. The restaurant where he was killed set alight. Protests continuing into the night with police acting quickly, arresting dozens of people blocking a major Atlanta highway. The video that captured the final moments of Mr Brooks' life now forms part of an investigation into the officer's actions. Prosecutors saying they could lay charges of murder or manslaughter against the officer who pulled the trigger as early as next week. Police are investigating an attack on paramedics by someone they were trying to help. The paramedics had just arrived at Royal North Shore Hospital in Sydney when they made an urgent call for help. Natasha Squarey has more. 
Paramedics were forced to call for urgent backup here in Auburn last night after a man who wasn't even their patient allegedly became aggro and threw a chair at them. The paramedics ran back to their ambulance, but police say the attacker kept going, attempting to vandalise the vehicle. He took off before officers arrived, but was picked up a few hundred metres away and he was taken to Cumberland Hospital for a mental health check. It was the first of two attacks on paramedics last night. A patient who was being transported in an ambulance to Royal North Shore Hospital allegedly turned on the health workers who were there to help. They had a fight in the back of the ambulance and the patient took off. It's very, very um, sad that a small, very small percentage of the community act in this way against uh, our frontline workers. Um, many of these men and women leave their front doors in the morning not knowing what, what they're going to face during the day and often putting their own safety, their own lives on the line to protect all of us. We've been told the paramedics targeted in both attacks weren't injured. A Black Lives Matter demonstrator who carried a counter-protester to safety on his shoulders during violent clashes in London has spoken out. Patrick Hutchinson says he knew nothing about the man he saved. He just knew it had to be done. Hugh Whitfeld has more. On a weekend of brutal violence across central London, this was a rare moment of sanity, a rare moment of humanity. It happened down at Waterloo Station where some of those far-right, mainly white protesters, came face-to-face -face with Black Lives Matter demonstrators and there were ugly scenes. One of those white men was caught in a melee and Patrick Hutchinson took it upon himself, he says, to save that man's life. You know, I didn't see colour, I just saw a human being on the floor, um, possibly uh, coming to his, 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 his end. It was absolute mayhem around this, this man and you couldn't even see where he was. If you're not there to, to stop it happening, then you're almost party to it just by being there and watching it. Things have calmed down here in London now, but more than 100 people were arrested as a result of these protests that became riots and in some parts running battles between groups of demonstrators and police. Dozens of officers were injured. Tourists have begun to return to Italy as coronavirus restrictions ease. Foreign visitors were banned for months and they're now allowed to return to the tourist hotspot. There was a line of people queuing at the entrance to St Mark's Cathedral in Venice and the city's gondolas are cruising the canals. However, visitor numbers are still just a fraction of what they were before the shutdown. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.